It's time to take the edge off with The Edge Agency. Pour yourself a glass of wine, kick back and relax while we ask the tough questions and get down to the nitty gritty of being a business owner. Welcome to Take the Edge Off podcast brought to you by The Edge Agency. I'm your co-host, Alex Radford. And I'm your co-host, Lindsay Hogan. We have Aisha Treadwell with us today. She's an author and a business consultant. Aisha, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. Will you tell us in your own words just a little bit about your career journey, what brought you here, and kind of just like how you got here today? Well, uh, it's an interesting journey, but isn't it for everyone? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I started my career in advertising and I met with lots of business owners back then and created advertising, yellow page advertising for them. What's that? Yellow page advertising. (laughs) I know, right? We don't know what that is anymore. Two millennials. Oh, am I dating myself? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it gave me an opportunity to really see what entrepreneurship was like on the other side of things. So I kind of already knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur before that. But that just gave me some more insight, right? And for the last 10 years, I've owned an adult daycare center. And that's just my love. Mm -hmm. I love... uh, taking care of the elderly population. They're just uh, full of wisdom and um, we like to call them our gems. Aww. And so now I'm on another journey to help other business owners uh, find ways to be successful. I've had a lot of challenges and pitfalls. So if you can learn from me and my (laughs) challenges, please do it. Uh, We don't have to always reinvent the wheel, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm on a path to, you know, just help other business owners. But then I, uh, wrote a book about those challenges mm-hmm. and will plan to share that. Um, what brought me here today is just the fact of, um, I was impressed with you ladies when I met you Thank and you. wanted you to help me, uh, launch my personal brand the right way. So I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. Well, you've got such an awesome story. Um, What's that quote that you said when we met the other day about getting burned? And you said you don't have to. You don't have to get burned to learn. (laughs) You don't have to get burned to learn. And we were like, that's how we learn best over here, apparently. I was taking notes when you said that. (laughs) Um, So speaking of that, like as you've been a business owner and a coach or a consultant and counseled other business owners. Is there anything that businesses come to you with the same question over and over or like kind of a a reason that they reach out to you in the first place across the board? Well, I think the main reason, I mean, people are always trying to figure out how to make more money. Right. Right. So they always think the problem is money. Okay. So they come in and they want to do cash flow projections or revise their business plan because they walked into a bank and that bank said we need a business plan and cash flow projections if you want lending. Right. <clears throat> but okay. it's really getting to the root of the problem. Sometimes yeah. it's not just, I need lending. What is that lending going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, is it going to put a Band-Aid on the problem? Mm-hmm. Um, or how can we dig a little deeper and find out 
what is really going on with the business. I mean, how can we um, improve cash flow? How can we diversify revenue streams? Mm -hmm. Things like that. So that even if you do get some additional funding, Mm -hmm. that first of all, you could pay it back. Right. 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 Um, But then it puts you in a better position for success for the long run. Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel like you end up count or coaching mostly startups or do you kind of follow the businesses as they grow? And are there like milestones that you notice? So if someone comes to you as a startup, they've got zero dollars in revenue. And do you see how they grow over time? Uh, I've worked with businesses from all different stages, um, even ones that have been in business um well over 20 years. There's all, I mean, you know, we don't know what we don't know, right? Mm -hmm. There's always things that we could learn. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I mean, I like watching the journey of a business owner, no matter where they start from. But startups, I mean, you know, it's it's always that burning passion Mm -hmm. in the very beginning, right? You Mm -hmm. know, that... um, they're so excited. They're all in. Yeah. All fresh and shiny and new. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't know what they just got themselves right. into. Like, you know, it's like all those myths, right? I'm going to have freedom. Uh, right. I'm going to make all the money. And it's like, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of times where you're the last one to get paid. Mm-hmm. As, yeah. You know, yeah. We know. So. Um, but then I see the stage because I do a lot of work with um, about my third year in business. I heard the term work on your business, not in your business. And I have been on a path to do that mm-hmm. for the since 2011. And I finally accomplished that in 2018. Um, so you learn a lot up to year three. And that's about the time that you can really start to think of next steps or strategies or how could I have done something a little bit differently? We're all we're as in business. We're going to make mistakes, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it's how we learn from them and put in some other practices mm-hmm. that um, aren't just like I said before, uh, Band-Aid fix. You know, yeah. you need some. Uh, what would be a term for something a little bit that has more longevity, some yeah. you know, yeah. crazy glue or something. Yeah. Surgery, <laughs> not a band-aid. Yeah. Right. yeah. I love how you said that. I love how you said dive deeper and figure out what the actual problem is. I think that's great. I think it's so smart for business owners to bring in outside eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, if we're just in the business, you're in the trenches of the business. Yeah. So you're not even thinking of some other things mm-hmm. that you could do differently. Mm-hmm. And I can say that from experience. When I was in the trenches, I didn't see some things that I was able to put in place once I stepped away. Right. And really see some, oh wow, I mean that could that could change the game if we went if if we uh narrowed down who our ideal client was in this sense and go after that mm-hmm. target market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. You're probably, this is probably the third time someone has brought up that work on your bet on your business instead of in your business. And mm-hmm. we actually just hired an assistant and the goal really is to take some of those admin things off of the owners mm-hmm. so that we can focus more on the things that only we can do. And someone was like, yeah, that's an extender, you know, mm-hmm. like, and so like, 
we felt like that was a strategic move of working on your business instead of in your business. And if you can't afford someone on staff, there's virtual assistance available. Yeah. And that can just help you work at your best. Mm -hmm. Because that's what's most important. You know, take some assessments, take some of those um, personality or business assessments. The Enneagram. (laughs) The what? Have you heard of the Enneagram? No. We'll, we'll send you the link after this okay. and we'll find out what yours is. It's a personality, personality test. test. Okay. It's like the newest, latest and greatest. Mm-hmm. Well, I personally like Colby. I don't oh. know what that one is. K-O-L-B-E. Colby. Know. It really shows you who you are as a business owner and how you uh, work effectively. I love that. And I mean, you know, learning if you're a quick start, you know, so then mm-hmm. if you're a quick start, then you're not. You're probably not high in follow through, right? Yeah. So you need to find somebody to do that. Yeah. That part for you. Right. Is that one free? Or do you have no, to pay for it's it? not. You have to pay, pay for it. it. Mm-hmm. That's not bad though. But when I I joined this um, business program, that's the uh, assessment that they had mm-hmm. us take, okay. and it really shed some light on my strengths mm-hmm. in a whole different way. That's really um, cool. Yeah. Um, but we, I mean, you know, you, we identify our strengths, and then we're able to hire. Uh, to complement our strengths yeah. so that we can work mm-hmm. at our best. Yes. Yeah. So. That's really important is knowing your strengths and weaknesses and staying in your lane and having more specialized people in specialized roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like um, when companies grow, they hire obviously in different areas. Mm-hmm. So with the startups, all of a sudden you see them, um, growing very quickly, I'm sure, and having a lot of growing pains. And so with that, one thing that we try to do um, is do retreats. Do you see a lot of companies doing retreats? And I mean, if you do, what do you think the main focus should be at those retreats? I don't see a lot of companies doing retreats. Really? Mm -hmm. I had actually wanted to implement that and never did just because of timing. Mm -hmm. Um. I, ha- I was at a presentation once where uh, an owner of a company talked about she does the retreat by herself and goes and gets clarity mm-hmm. and that establishes goals and then a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a friend that's a publisher here locally. She does retreats with her staff. Um, you know, the printing industry is mm-hmm. ever changing, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so I think it's uh, a good practice uh, for all of us to do, to just step away from the business, kind of uh, re-examine we're what we're doing, get everything, everybody on board, you know, on the same page. But I don't see a lot of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But I mean, the value that that can have on our oh. businesses. So I know... A retreat for me, my happy place is a place called Sanibel, Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I go there and that's where I can kind of release and I leave everything there and get clarity. And I come back like rejuvenated with um, additional creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. what? what's next? You know, that that new burning desire. I guess mm-hmm. that's how I get my my fix. I bet that pulls you out of the trenches a little bit as well. Just getting oh, away. For sure. mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Is there anything that you do daily or 
weekly that you feel helps you stay um, centered and balanced and, you know, owning a business, you're pulled in a hundred different directions. It can get very stressful. You're working morning to night sometimes. Is there anything that you do that kind of helps you on the regular, just maintain your mental health? Um, well, I get massages monthly. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Alex is like, me too. <laughs> have to do that, right? Yeah. We have to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Um, I took a break from this, but I just started it up again uh, because I'm under a lot of stress right now with some mm -hmm. changes. Mm -hmm. uh, but meditation every morning. Yeah. Jennifer yeah. Aniston does that every morning. Just gives you a different reflection. Yeah. So with my meditation, I journal mm -hmm. as well. Uh, for one period of time after I joined that business program, they had challenged us to do a mind movie. And I watched my mind movie every morning. I mean, it, that puts things in perspective. What, what's a mind movie? It's kind of like a vision board. Okay. But it's in a movie. And you play it in your mind? No, you play it. It's a video. Oh, you watch it. You watch it. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that visualization mm, okay. um, just adds to the positive feel that you need gotcha. to get throughout your day. Yeah. You know, it's like you wake up and you see what you feel like your whole next year to five years looks like. Mm -hmm. And then you just get inspired to, okay, what steps do I need to do to get there? Yeah. One other thing I would just say is a mentor of mine told me once, do something for your business every day. So I just make sure that I do that. Meaning not just tasks and work. Right, right. You know, what would be something that adds value to your business? Something extra. Yes. Okay. I love that. Um, so, and speaking of um, planning ahead and retreats and stuff, how far in advance do you tell people to plan? Or I guess as a visionary, you would, your long-term plan could be, you know, 20 years, but how far in advance do you tell people to typically plan their business? Well, um, it all, it kind of boils down to funding. You know, okay. a lot of people, especially in the startup, um, that we saw, um, we did an intro class when I worked for the Small Business Development Center, mm -hmm. and it's how to start a business. And like I said earlier, there's some myths. People think that you could start a business with other people's money, and you really can't. Mm -hmm. um, meaning, yes, you can get investors and things like that, but especially if you're seeking lending, you need skin in the game. Mm -hmm. um, so you... The planning piece is, first of all, how much is it going to cost you to start the business? Mm -hmm. And do you have 10 to 20 percent of that of your own money or have access to it? Mm -hmm. And if you don't, that tells you your timeline. Yeah. OK, so now what is it going to take for you to get there? Right. OK, interesting. I like that. Um, one of the questions we have on here for you is about, I love this question. This is a good question. It's about levels of happiness <laughs> and income. So 
working, <laughs> She's laughing over here. Kind of like working for a dollar. And I think especially in the business owner like space, this is so important, but working for a dollar versus working for a purpose. Mm. And just what are your thoughts on that? Well, one thing that I write about in the book is uh, you want to be able to do whatever it is that you're doing mm-hmm. for no pay. Because um, it's your business. Mm-hmm. And there's times that you're not going to get paid. So you don't want to set yourself up for a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, That's interesting. I like about that. Oh. Mine was a true passion. So, yeah. I mean, for the <laughs> first three years, I didn't get mm-hmm. paid really at all. Yeah. Um, and that really didn't bother me. It was more that I was making a difference in people's lives. So I guess it all depends on, you know, what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are going to go into business to make money, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we all want to make money. Yeah. Right. But I want to love what I do. Yeah. Because if you love what you do, it will, I mean, I can say I ran out of money in nine months. And now 10 years later, I have a thriving business. Mm-hmm. Um, if I didn't stay that course... Mm-hmm. or give up too soon mm-hmm. or say, oh, forget this. I'm not making any money. Right. I would have disappointed my community, a lot of people that needed the service. Mm-hmm. So it's staying the course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot about what your book is about, right? Yes. Kind of about keeping the fire for your business. Yeah. I love that. Me too. I was um, at a writer's conference. And there was this author there. He was speaking. He was so sweet. He brought me to tears and I was not expecting it. I thought it was just going to be a seminar like ABC. Here's what you do. But he told it like through a story. I mean, go figure as an author, you know, of course he's a storyteller, but he was older um, for sure. And he finally got a book published and it took so long. He just knew ever since he was little he wanted to be a writer. Mm. And so he wrote tons of novels. I mean, novels were not short, tons and tons of novels, so much rejection, just kept doing it and kept practicing and getting his practice better. And while he was writing, he was an English teacher um, at a school, wow. in, at a school in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he just kept writing. And he's getting rejection. Yes. I got, because the storylines weren't you know, what the publishers wanted, basically. Um, So then finally he stepped back and he was like, what do I really want to write about? Because he just realized he was trying to write to get published. So he went back to the heart of it and he wrote a book and got published. And he was just saying the same exact thing you're saying, stay the course. It, you know, I'm living the dream. Like he said, I've wanted to do this since elementary school. And he said, most people give up their childhood dreams and don't get to live out you know, what they wanted to be when they were a kid. And I get to live it out. Like I did it. And it took a very long time, but I'm here. Well, and patience, right? And patience. Yeah. And tough skin, I think. Because mm-hmm. all bit. those rejections. And support. Yeah. Yeah. The right support. Yes. He said, he talked about a lot about his wife and how much she, she supported him. And then it was so, so sweet. And he just had just love, so much love for her. And at the end of it, someone raised their hand and said, can we buy your book here? 
And he said, actually, yes. And then he started laughing and said, that's my wife. She's a plant. She's here with me. <laughs> oh, she's the one that stood up. Oh, that's funny. She's the one that asked it. But there she was, just supporting him still. You know? Yes. So in this cute. room at this little writer's conference, sitting in the back. Nothing like having some good support, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Support. That's good. I had to learn that along the way, too. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you think, um, especially as the business owner, that you're supposed to be the support for everybody else. But then who's going to support you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. It's definitely, um, I think, important as a business owner to get plugged in with other business owners. Ever since I became one, that's been kind of a struggle. I'm like, most of my friends aren't business owners. A lot, Most of the people in my family aren't business owners. And there's a group, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's called C12. Mm-hmm. And it's um, kind of like a round table for business owners. And um their thing is like, it gets lonely at the top. That's right. Because a lot of people don't understand like the decisions that you're making and the sacrifices that you're making. And you can't really talk to certain people about certain things. And so I definitely agree with like the support or just having good mentors, wouldn't you say? And just. Oh, definitely. Mentors, groups. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, People that get you because Mm -hmm. you are a different kind of person. Not Mm -hmm. everybody wants to hear about what is yeah. what you feel is exciting yeah. you you're like oh yes my victory today was <laughs> and they're like okay we finished did you see e-news one. last night <laughs> and it's like no there's i have my kardashian. tv on in weeks that's me for sure there's another kardashian yeah. great i'm over here trying to run this business don't care <laughs> all right so uh, i can't remember if we did say this in the beginning or not but so May is mental health awareness. And I feel like now is the perfect time to bring that in because we wanted to pick your brain about that. So what are you seeing with business owners? I mean, is it that support for mental health? Is there more? I mean, I feel like so many business owners are probably just struggling along. Yeah, aren't know. we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think you have to be intentional about making sure your mental health is, is healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, we go through many challenges, I mean, personally and professionally. Uh, and again, as we were just talking about the support system, if you don't have the support, then you're dealing with that by yourself. So um, self-care is top of my list, and I don't feel guilty about it anymore. I used to, you know, get on myself about going to get my massages or yeah. whatever, but Whatever I need to keep my mental health uh, in a good place, I do it. You know, if I need, if I'm exhausted and I need a nap, guess mm-hmm. what? I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. Um, I'm, I just try not to be hard on myself. And um, one phrase that I've been using lately with some of my business owner friends is be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because we can always see what we haven't accomplished today. And not even looked at what we did accomplish. True. That's or today so or the last three years or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. goes back to that working on your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you're in it, you might not see those accomplishments. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't. Mm-hmm. I talk about in my book an award I received and she's running off all this stuff that I did. And I was like, who is she talking oh, about? Yeah, I did all that. <laughs> Who's that chick? You're like, I wonder who won this award. I wonder who's winning this award. But it's you. That is 
so good. I like that. And I mean, I think even as an employee, I'm guilty of moving on to the next task and not sitting back and thinking about it. But we started going over all the things that we've all been able to accomplish the past five months recently. I mean, I think it was a couple of days ago and we kind of sat back and we were like, wow, we've done a lot. Okay. That actually would, that brings up a good um, business strategy to just have a time where you share accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. Um, You know, share some goodness. I mean, it's always about what's next. You know, have we done this? Um, But I I mean, I'm sure that could help in Mm -hmm. the mental health of your employees as well. Yeah. There's an organization I work with and it's college women. And before each of their meetings, a lot of them do um, kind of the same thing. They call it snap cups because they all snap for each other afterwards, like oh. a little like coffee shop applause, you know. Okay. So they'll That's um, neat. pull out, they'll put it all in a bucket and then the person, the president in charge of the organization will stand up and read them all off and they'll give each other shout outs or they'll say something they accomplished or it's, it's really, really sweet. I mean, especially for college women because they're such an, an vulnerable spot, mm-hmm. but I do think it can translate into the business world, like exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm. you know, to be that that recognition. Well, our employees, we have to show them that they're valued. So it's, and especially in small business, we're always trying to find ways to make people feel valued because we, mm-hmm. we are not in the position to do what a big corporate um, business can do, you know, as far as employee benefits and things like that. So it's just finding um, those small things that can make a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do what you can with what you have, you know, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I feel like if we all get stuck in this, like, like perfectionist mindset of all the things we want to do and stay stuck until we get there, it's mm-hmm. like, you have what you have, do what you can with what you have today. And then as it grows, you'll be able to lavish more on your teams and do more things, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, these huge companies don't become huge overnight. Like, they grew, you know, right. by doing a lot of right things, a lot of small right things. Well, I read this book, uh, Good to Great. I have it at my house. I haven't read it. I mean, and it's that's Good. what it's talking about. Okay. Are those larger companies that went through those different stages and it makes it more, uh, <laughs> I guess, as a small business owner, it's like, you know, we think we're in this pool by ourselves. Mm-hmm. But to your point, mm-hmm. no, we're not. They did it, too. Yeah. And they have some of the same challenges still, Yeah. even though they're big. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're looking at profit margins and mm-hmm. how to value mm-hmm. employees. It's mm-hmm. just on a larger, uh, larger scale. scale. Yeah. I love yeah. that. But well, we are the backbone of the, of the country. Small businesses. Small businesses. Oh, how many, do you know statistics? Like how many small businesses is, is there compared to large or anything? Have you I up? don't know. Last time I checked, it was about 70%. Small businesses. Small businesses. Wow. So we are the backbone. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. huge. That's a big I number. mean, but look when you're riding, you know, when you're just riding around. I mean, yeah, you see businesses, small business. small business, you know, one after another. Yep. And then, oh, okay, here's a big one. Okay, now back to the... That is <laughs> very true. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I have on my vision board, it's been on there for a really long time. It says being the backbone of businesses, like being a major backbone of businesses. And you just said backbone. <laughs> We're going to have to get her, make her a mind movie. Yes, Ooh. exactly. Vision board on steroids. Yes. Yeah. I'm all about, 
I'm all about that. Um, so on that note, um, are you guys ready to take a little break? Yeah, we're sure. going to take a break. And when we come back, we will do our fun kicker question segment. All right, we're back on Take the Edge Off. Um, So now we're going into the kicker question segment. And I always tell everyone on every single episode, this is my favorite part because I think it's so important for people to get to know a little bit of your personality, which is a very fun personality. You think? I think so. (laughs) I like to think so, too. You know, people take business owners as being too serious. And I am serious, but... I just don't know that I can cut up when I'm not. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's just what we let them see. Yeah. Yeah. We like to know that y'all are still normal people. So this helps everyone know that you're still normal. Okay. Yes. We are normal. (laughs) Okay. So the first question we have for you on a long road trip by yourself, what was your playlist look like? R&B and jazz. Okay. I like it smooth. Okay. You know, there's a jazz fest happening in Swanee this month. Every, isn't it? It's through October, right? Like I don't know one, how often one, it is. one I think it's weekend. once a month or something. Mm, yeah. Mm. So oh, I love those. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. I love jazz, but I also love, you know, I grew up listening to um, old R&B. You know, old school stuff. So I, that's still in my blood. I love yeah, that. I, I love like the that. new stuff too. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to crack into a little bit of the hip hop, and okay. you know, so I don't get too old. Like, I have a 12 year old, <laughs> so I gotta keep it. That's right. Keep it youthful, mm-hmm. right? That's awesome. So good. I love that. Okay, next question: How many tattoos do you have? <gasps> What? <laughs> Where are they? What are they? Divulge as much as you want. Spill the tea. <laughs> Tell us everything. Four. Okay. But I'm into symbols. Okay. And they are, well, one was a, you you're know, 18. you're 19. You just want to be like yeah. your friends. You know, <laughs> I can't be the one that's the square, right? I got to go through this. Um, the rest are uh, part of my journey. So it's queen, peace, and love. So queen was my nickname when I sold advertising because okay. I was the woman. I was the queen of the, the office. Right? Okay. I like that. Um after I got divorced, I was seeking out peace. Mm-hmm. And so that's the second one. And then when I felt like I was ready for love again is when I tattooed that on my back. Too. Oh, there you go. So, I love that. That's cute. I have, I love symbols. I have a symbol on my finger. It's a triangle for change. Oh. Just because I've had so much change. Yeah. And I'm not always the best at accepting. So it's like a good... Mm-hmm. Reminder, reminder that change is coming. Yeah, yeah, it's always happening. always the only constant. Yes. Always, yeah. So, all right, last question. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it gets weirder. It. So, all right, if you murdered someone <laughs> and you had one person to call, who would you call, and how would that play out? <laughs> who would I call? Hmm. I think I would call my mother because 
She would be the most understanding. She knows how crazy I am. Because I could probably call her and say, Mom, I just killed. See, we think alike, so she might. I won't say that. And she'll say, good for you, girl. No, I'm just kidding. She wouldn't say that. No. um, But I think she would be the most understanding because her and I kind of think alike. We're, you know, as far as on that... uh, um, you know, we all have to have that little mean, bitchy kind of side, right? Oh, yeah. And I think I get that from her. And all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so she'll be totally understanding. <laughs> she, she, yes, she would. Out. She would come with the shovel. Yeah, <laughs> she'd help you bury the body. Block out the cameras in the store. <laughs> she'd find the shovel. And... <laughs> yes, she would. That's funny. That's a good mom. I love that. That is a good mom right there. Mm-hmm. Now we'll wait to see what she says yeah. if she hears this. Maybe I won't tell her you that. You put her on blast. <laughs> Dying laughing. Okay. So as we wrap up, is there any last piece of advice, words of wisdom? Like in all of your experience, what would you tell business owners to, you know, your best piece of advice for them? Be vulnerable. Mm. Um, Brene Brown did the TED Talks on being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I heard that a couple years ago. And I was already starting to make the shift of that. I mean, we kind of just talked about um, revealing ourselves as human beings Mm -hmm. because people are going to come up with their own um, speculation of who they think you are, right? So if you don't divulge any of that, they're going to come up with their own... Um. Yeah. way of thinking. Um, so I would say being vulnerable, being vulnerable with um, and transparent with other people. I mean, you know, we all make mistakes. Um, we can't be perfect, mm-hmm. like what you had said earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being vulnerable to me says, I am a business owner. Um, this is hard. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I need support. Yeah. But then it can also translate to other people around you, employees or vendors or what have you to, um, oh, wow. You know, they do go through the same stuff. They're not sitting on this pedestal right. making all this money while we're doing all the work. It's right. like, no, I'm the one willing to take mm-hmm. the risk. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So when people say to me. They would love to be in my shoes. I'm like, oh, here. Right. Here. Yeah. You can have them. <laughs> Try it yeah. for a day and now let me know do. how it works for you. Mm-hmm. You know, or sit in this seat. You know, I can't mm-hmm. wait to sit in this seat. It takes perseverance, mm-hmm. passion, grit. You've all heard of grit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it takes so much to be in these positions. Mm-hmm. I heard a preacher say one time, he said, a lot of people want to sit where you sit, but they don't want to walk where you've walked. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just want to, um, it's like, Fast you know, a, 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 one of those board games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right? Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know, let me just shoot, shoot on past you. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. So true. That is. That's good. Yeah. So, um, Aisha, tell everyone where they can find you. Um, put an E in my name. 
Aisha. 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 <laughs> Lindsay and I had a conversation about this before you got here. <laughs> um, okay. So tell everybody where they can find you. You're an author. You're a business consultant. Is there a phone number, email, website you want to leave with well, our listeners? Um, website is okay. AishaTreadwell.com. That's A-Y-S-H-A-T-R-E-A-D-W-E-L-L.com. They can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for You're joining welcome. us and just giving us all wisdom. We appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much for listening to Take the Edge Off podcast. We hope this gives you some insight into the nitty gritty world of entrepreneurship. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Edge Agency for podcast updates and more about what we're up to.